You will pay, or my Zalionian companion here will make you wish you had, said Donovan. The little man he was speaking to looked nervously over to me with sweat beating on his forehead. He was a meek man, and one who normally paid his protection money on time, but for some reason he did not have it this time. He fell to his knees and pleaded, Please, sir, I just don't have it right now. With the tribal uprising, my supplies have been delayed. I just need a little more time. I pitied the poor excuse for a human. He was probably telling the truth, but Donovan was a cruel man. This would not go well for him. Donovan looked around the shop and probably noticed most of the shelves were empty, which at least gave credence to the story he was being told. Zarak? Have a look around in the back and see what you can find, said Donovan. I hated my life and hated my job, but the submission collar around my neck gave me no options. Even before I could acknowledge Donovan's command, I felt the pulses from the collar forcing me to comply. This was how I lived. If I had ever been free, I had no memory of it. If I had parents, they were strangers to me. All I knew was life as a slave controlled by an evil man and a collar. A submission collar is a device that applies stimulation directly to pleasure and pain centers in the brain, so that over time the wearer is trained to enjoy following his master's commands. But I was Zalionian, which meant I complied with such stimulation only while it suited me. At least, that is what I constantly told myself. I knew it was not true, but I fantasized that I could overcome the collar's commands. In reality, as long as I was wearing it, Donovan could torture me and even kill me with a simple touch of a button. For the moment, he had me under his control, but I was just biding my time, until an opportunity arose to allow my escape. For his part, I am sure Donovan knew he was a dead man the day I got this collar off, but he was the kind of man who thrived on danger. Looking around the back room, I found it to be just as empty and bare as the front was. It was strange to see it so completely empty. I wondered if the meek man was planning to skip town without telling us. Over in the far corner I saw a safe. I knew that Donovan would want to know what was in it, and I had a moment of indecision. If there was money in that safe, then Donovan would be upset with the meek man and would force me to teach him a lesson. If I did not tell Donovan about the safe, he might tear the place up looking for one and cause far more damage than this man could afford to repair. I decided to investigate the safe and found it unlocked. But before I could open it, I heard a loud crash from the front and felt my submission collar summoning me to respond. I rushed to the front room and found several men had broken through the front door and were attacking Donovan. Donovan was strong for a human and an experienced fighter. He was easily holding off two of the men while the third looked on. That third man worried me. He was too calm and collected. He watched the fight as if he knew that at any time he could step in and end it. I did not need any direct orders from Donovan. We had been in many fights over the years and worked quite well as a team. This was the one part of the job I actually enjoyed— and fortunately we traveled in circles that ensured we got to fight often. He saw me come out and instantly pivoted on his right leg while grabbing one man by the arm and sending him my way. As the man came stumbling towards me, I caught him with ease, lifted him up, 
and tossed him over the counter into the wall. There was a rewarding sound of bones breaking as he hit it, but I did not stop to gloat over that minor victory. I crouched my large Zalionian frame and prepared to launch myself at the third man when he pulled out a blaster and fired a single shot. It seemed that time stood still as the bolt from the blaster flew through the air towards me. Even though the energy from the weapon moves at the speed of light, it was as if I saw it travel towards me in slow motion. A warm joy came over me as the bolt hit me. I would finally be free. It did not turn out quite like that. The bolt from the blaster did not hit me directly, but merely grazed my neck. It seemed I was not to be freed through death today.